Welcome back to The Inconvenient Truth. I'm your host, Amy. This is the hot spot for honest and open conversations for independent thinkers. If you're looking for some real talk about life, controversial topics, and the Catholic faith, then you're in the right place. It'll be just like a 10-minute one-on-one coffee date with me. New episodes go up every Friday, and believe me, they are chock full of unsolicited advice, unpopular opinions, and inconvenient truths. So buckle up, grab a coffee, a tea, or a margarita, and let's get ready to roll. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Happy after Thanksgiving, since this is going live the day after Thanksgiving. I hope everyone is having a great week and an amazing Thanksgiving break. Hopefully, you're sitting on your couch right now relaxing. Before we hop into today's episode, I just wanted to give a little reminder to all of my followers to please rate and review this podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Please share this podcast with a family member or a friend or on your Instagram stories. And as always, I am available to you through Instagram at The Inconvenient Truth with Amy. All right, since we we only have 10 minutes on the clock and we have a lot to unpack, let's just get started. So a few weeks ago, I came across the movie The Experimenter. It's on Amazon Prime and it's based on the true story about one of Stanley Milgram's main experiments which focused on the conflict between obedience to authority and personal conscience. This was done um, kind of in response to one of Hitler's generals who justified all of his actions before court by simply, you know, saying that he was only following Hitler's orders. I don't want to give too much away, especially if any of you end up watching it, but pretty much Milgram conducted this experiment to see if people would do harm to another individual, even if that individual pleaded for mercy, if they were ordered to do so from someone whom they viewed as a legitimate figure of authority. The study found that over 60% of people would do harm to another human, and the conclusion that Milgram drew was that people were socialized to follow immoral and unlawful orders. And I'm definitely summarizing this whole thing up because I don't want to spoil it too much, but I do strongly, strongly suggest looking up the actual experiment or watching the movie. It's available through Amazon Prime, not sure about anywhere else, but it's really interesting. And in addition, the concept and outcome behind the entire experiment is really interesting too. And actually it's kind of frightening because ultimately the idea behind this whole thing is that people will disregard the chance to do the right thing in an effort to be obedient or because they think that what they're doing is acceptable. Which brings me to the topic of morals. And to be quite frank, society's morals are shot. Like, they're non-existent in your average young person. And you may be thinking, okay, wow, Amy, like, that's really, really harsh. But I'm serious. People are not being raised with morals. They are not seeking the truth. They are not seeking goodness. Instead, we're getting a bunch of sheep in society who go where they are told without questioning the moral aspects of the orders since they have no morals to start with. Parents are failing at their job to raise good men and women and instead letting society and the education system do it for them. 
I recently took a poll on my Instagram asking people whether or not they think they should indoctrinate their children. It was a very, very loaded question, and props to all the people who answered. The word indoctrination is a very negative and scary word, and the basic definition for it is to teach someone to accept a set of beliefs uncritically. And the reason I bring this up is because that is what the school system is doing to students. If you don't believe me, go into any biology class. We get told we're from apes and that the world came to be from one big explosion, which scientifically has not been proven. There's no evidence to support macroevolution. There's evidence to support microevolution, but not macro. And if you don't know the difference between those two words, uh, use a dictionary. <laughs> but people need to understand that society will indoctrinate their children. Hands down, it will. I think a lot of religious people get told all the time, like, "Oh, don't force your chi- don't force your religion on your children," or you know, "Let your children think for themselves," or "When are you going to let your children think for themselves?" or whatever. But then they get told at the same time to send their children to school where students get taught that the Big Bang is hardcore science with no mention of creationism. If you do not think that the school systems are promoting a certain agenda, regardless of whether or not it is factually true or good, then you need to wake up. Because that, folks, is indoctrination. And if you think that me teaching my child about the existence of God and instilling in them morals and the faith and teaching them the difference between right and wrong is indoctrination— then yes, I will be indoctrinating my child because I am not going to risk my son or daughter's eternity or spiritual well-being to make myself feel like a cool hip mom. Absolutely not. Will I encourage my child to ask hard questions? Yes. Do I think it's okay for my child to question the faith in order to come to a better understanding of it? Yes. Will I also be there to challenge my children to come to a full and logical understanding of religion and truth? Absolutely. Will I be teaching my children about some of the worldviews and ideas that are being taught in public schools? Yes, but I will also be teaching them about the concepts of morality and seeing beyond what society tells you and the difference between facts and feelings. I'm hearing the phrase like, oh, I'm not going to tell my children what's right and wrong because I think they need to figure it out for themselves. I'm hearing that a lot from people in my generation. But one, like, that doesn't make sense because if your child lies or hits somebody, are you not going to correct them and tell them that that was the wrong thing to do? Like, how, how is that going to work? And second, I just want to say this again because it's really, really important. If you as a parent do not teach your children the difference between right and wrong, the world is going to do it for you. And the world and society and the education system, they teach people how to be relevant, regardless of facts and truth. And when you operate solely based off of relevancy and trends and whether or not you are liked, you are going to completely lose yourself. And you're going to end up blindly following trends because somebody told you to, just like in the Milgram experiment. And you may be thinking to yourself, okay, come on, Amy, like, we're obviously way more knowledgeable now than we were in the 60s. People nowadays would never do that sort of thing. And my answer is simply, no, we have not. We haven't at all. And I say this because we are living in a society and culture that has allowed abortion. We have women shouting in the streets for abortion. I do not think that people have grasped how absolutely horrific this procedure is. 
I bring up abortion a lot. I post about it a lot. And I'm sure many of my friends whom I, whom I talk to are sick of the subject. But this topic is sickening. These are children. The most innocent and the most helpless in society. We need to stop sweeping the subject under the rug. The education system simply refers to abortion as healthcare. Abortion, which is the only medical procedure whose success is marked when the human being is dead. If a child survives an abortion, the doctors mark it down as unsuccessful. Again, I am going to say, wake up. Abortion is not caring for the health of any individual. Once a while back ago, I went with some people to pray outside of an abortion clinic. And I remember watching a woman walk inside and the realization hit me that inside that building, a baby was being killed. And I was just standing outside, unable to do anything. There is no justification for abortion. There is no life for a life kind of situation. But the pro-abortion activists claim that they are pro-choice. But why does that choice that they're fighting for result in the death of another human being every single time? And furthermore, why do the women who have procured those abortions justify their actions by stating that they had no choice? Folks, everything you do is a choice. Everything you say or believe is a choice. Even if someone held a gun to your head and said, do this or I'll shoot, your next move is a choice. Those men and women who participated in Stanley Milgram's experiment had a choice. And there were a few of them who refused to harm the other human being. You have a choice in life. A chance to stand up for what's right, even when people yell and scream at you. You have a choice to pursue and search for the truth. But I guess the real question is whether or not you have the courage to do it.